Guys, before we get into this week's podcast, I want to talk about my online courses because I get asked often these questions. Some people are just not able to work with me privately one-on-one, and my online courses are a great, affordable option for anyone who is looking to really work on themselves. We have the nine-week course to emotional healing, which is all about healing from your emotional wounds and your emotional triggers. My bootcamp is all about rebuilding and my bundle program is actually both of my online courses at a really great discounted rate. So if you are looking to work with me, but can't do one-on-one online courses is a great option for you. It is affordable. You can do it at your own pace and you have the material for a lifetime. This week, we're going to get into assertiveness and we're going to specifically talk about how to be assertive when you are dealing with a toxic person. I love this because assertiveness is definitely something that we all have to have. Um, It allows us to be confident and to be able to verbally communicate with other people on what we think, how we feel, our opinions, our needs, things like that. So when you're dealing with someone who's toxic, you have to learn how to be assertive with them because they like to do things like gaslight you and manipulate you and push your boundaries. When you're dealing with someone who's healthy, then you don't need to be assertive. You don't need to really enforce those opinions, those thoughts, those beliefs, those standards onto a person. You can just share them and someone respects them and then you have this beautiful dynamic between two healthy individuals. When you're dealing with someone who's toxic, not really the case. So let's get into some ways that you can learn or practice being more assertive. So let's start with number one, being assertive is your ability to be confident. And if you don't feel confident with this person, then I need you to really hear me when I say this, a toxic person is going to be able to smell fear. They're going to be able to smell that kind of wobbliness, unsure, you know, a little open, my boundaries are a little blurred type of mentality. So if you don't come off across as a confident, person that knows what they think, knows how they feel, and you haven't really practiced. I'm going to use the word practice a lot because I want you to understand that this actually is a practice. But if you're not practicing being a confident person, then they are going to be able to smell the fear and the insecurity in you. And your assertiveness is going to kind of go out the window because those boundaries and those standards that you're trying to communicate with that person are going to get easily manipulated or gaslighted. So assertiveness really is just your way of communicating your opinions to another person. So there's no need to not feel confident, but if you haven't learned how to have confrontation with a person, which none of these words should scare you. When we hear of like assertiveness or confrontation, we tend to be like, oh my God, I'm gonna deal with like this really big personality and don't put so much pressure on yourself and don't give that other person so much power. Understand who you're dealing with, that you're dealing with someone who's toxic. You're dealing, I always say know your audience, know what it is that they like to do that really kind of just either cut you at your knees or their drink of choice, like I always like to say. So their drink of choice is what? Is it manipulation? So understand what manipulation looks like because if you educate yourself on this person, on the tactics that they like to use, then when they use them, you have more self-control. That way you can start keeping your emotions in check and not allowing that person to have control over your emotional state or to manipulate you. The next thing is going to be kind of like emotional maturity. Like you really have to learn how to control your emotional state, which means 
that like I just said on touched on that previous point, learn who your audience is, understand why they're doing what they're doing, why they're saying what they're saying, why are they pushing back? Don't take offense to it. Learn how to remain calm. And I know this is easier said than done, especially depending on who the person is. And if it's someone that you have an emotional relationship with or had an emotional relationship with, then yes, it's going to be even more difficult. But remember the relationships we have that tend to be difficult are the people that we have an expectation on. So if you have an expectation that your ex-wife is going to do this, this, and this, and you know she's completely incapable of doing that, you're going to get frustrated. This is going, this negativity, this toxic energy in you is going to come up to the surface because you're going to feel disappointed by them. So knowing your audience is huge and learning how to control your emotional state is another really, really powerful thing because it will allow you to respond to someone and not react. I always tell people, if you understand why people do what they do, it doesn't mean it's always going to help you to not emotionally react because you're a human being and you're an emotional creature and it's going to happen, but it will allow you to slow down your interaction with them so you can actually start to choose how you want to respond to this person. And sometimes responding is just disengaging. Maybe you need to just disengage from the person um, in the moment so you can kind of recollect that confidence, recollect yourself, and then come back to that conversation and keep practicing that assertiveness, which is you just basically communicating what it is that you think, how you feel, and what it is that you need, or what it is that's going to actually happen. You creating that bubble around yourself to take care of yourself. So a really big thing with this kind of like emotional maturity and, and holding on to your emotions and really trying to understand the person in front of you that's triggering you, this toxic person, and in what ways that they do trigger you. The reason why this is so important is because you have to understand when your ego or your wounded self is showing up. So the ego is going to say, you need to agree with me. The ego is going to say, this is black and white. How do you not see this? And it's going to want to kind of like fight back. It's going to feel um, annoyed when the person in front of you is being unreasonable or gaslighting you or trying to manipulate you or, or, or being unfair or not wanting to listen or not wanting to respect your boundaries or whatever that looks like. So when the first sign of someone not agreeing with you, even if what you're saying is kind of right and wrong type of a situation, them not agreeing with you, you get frustrated by that and then you react. What you have to accept and understand here is that a real toxic person, narcissist, unhealthy person, never going to have any accountability, take any responsibility for their own actions, never going to play nice in the sandbox with you, is never going to see your side. So I think once you kind of, again, I go back to that point, once you kind of know your audience, then you're not so taken off guard when someone is behaving in a toxic way. And this allows you to kind of stick to your point of this is my standard, this is my boundary, this is what I'm willing to do, this is what I'm not willing to do, you will not speak to me in that way and learning how to disengage from that person when you need to. Being assertive is really just about confidence. It's about confidence being able to handle yourself when you are dealing with this person. And a big part of that is of course learning how to communicate you know, your thoughts and feelings and your standards and things like that with a person but another huge part is really learning how to hold on to yourself when you are getting triggered by this person because you are a human being and most likely they're going to trigger you at some point. So it's not about 
knowing what to say when they trigger you always, but it is about learning how to take care of yourself. <clears throat> excuse me. Learn, <clears throat> excuse me. Learning how to take care of yourself when you do feel that kind of reaction wanting to come out. I think the biggest thing with assertiveness, especially when it comes to standards, is you have to learn how to enforce boundaries. Now, boundaries is a really huge thing, and some people don't understand, well, what does it mean to enforce a boundary? So if someone always has you at their disposal, you know, you're always the person that they call to help you out, or you're always the person that they call that just like, and they dump on you about their day or whatever that looks like, you know, they're always manipulating you. Like you kind of have to, boundaries is a weird thing to always talk about in videos because everyone has a different situation. Everyone has a different experience, different person that they're dealing with. And only you know when your boundaries are being violated. So you kind of have to go with that internal compass and learn how to just start practicing talking to another person that's toxic. So I always tell my clients that there are going to be like a couple of key phrases that you'll tend to say over and over again. And the more you get comfortable, kind of not, not necessarily just memorizing them, but the more you get comfortable with talking to this person, later on you can start switching it up. And later on you can start feeling really confident. Think of someone who gives, who's a public speaker. Well, they practice that speech. Maybe they haven't memorized it, but they've practiced it enough that they can improvise and they can say it in such a confident way because it's up here and it's just coming out. When you're dealing with a toxic person, when you're being assertive, it's kind of the same thing. The speech is essentially your boundaries, your standards, what it is that you're not going to tolerate, what it is that you um, find disrespectful, offensive, and the enforcement is there of what's going to happen when you continue to do this. In what ways am I going to stop putting up a wall and I'm going to block you from my life if I feel like you're being disrespectful or taking advantage or whatever that looks like. And dealing with the backlash that this person might actually give you. So all of this is up here and the more you're kind of, the more you know your speech, so to speak, so to speak, um, then the more you can be comfortable actually talking to this person. Hey guys, before we continue with this week's episode, I want to talk about my high value boot camp. This is an essential course if you are rebuilding. If you are at a phase of your life where you feel like things are getting better, you're really doing some inner work, you really started your healing, this is going to be the course that's going to take you to the next level. Each week we're going to talk about really the most important and fundamental things towards manifestation, law of attraction, really rebuilding your life from the ground up. So we're going to talk about what does it mean to actually be a high value person. We're always going to cover self-parenting and everything that I do. We're going to talk about standards and boundaries and self-worth, friendships, your social life, your career, money, love, dating, like all the big key areas of your life and really how to start rebuilding all of these fundamental areas of our life. So if you are interested, click the link below and begin your boot camp today. So when the toxic person does not really validate your thoughts, feelings, what you need, when they make you feel like you're wrong, when they make you feel like you're too high maintenance or asking for too much, or when they just don't wanna take any accountability themselves, then what do we do? We have to learn how to validate our own selves because why are we looking for someone else to agree with us? They don't need to see our point. And chances are, the PS, they're not going to, and they're never going to. So you're kind of just beating your head against a brick wall trying to get this person to see that one plus one equals two, and that's never going to happen. So I think when you let go of that kind of like delusional thinking that this person is actually going to see your side or going to respect your boundaries, 
if you get over that, then you can start to just kind of play in this black and white field, which is, this is how I think, this is how I feel, this is what I need. And if you can't give it, then we're gonna put up some boundaries, right? In terms of this relationship. And I think when people get comfortable with the person that they're dealing with and understanding them, they can kind of like play this game where really what you're doing is welcoming interactions with this person because it will give you a chance to actually start practicing this stuff. Not that you're gonna go and pick a fight with someone, but you welcome talking to them because it allows you to actually start practicing this stuff. Now, believe me when I tell you, I totally understand that some personalities are very big, very overwhelming. Some people are very witty, very manipulative, and they can just spit things out and that intimidates you because you may not know what are they going to say? Are they gonna say something and it's gonna cut me? Are they gonna do something? What, what am I gonna do when they say this or when they do this? And you try to play out all of these scenarios when the truth of the matter is, don't fear what's going to come back. Talking to someone is a back and forth game, no matter what you're talking about. So trust in yourself that as you're going back and forth with this person, I always think of like a tennis match and the ball's going back and forth, but as it comes back, you'll slow down in this interaction with this person enough to be able to see the ball, see what they're saying, get in touch with what's going on here. Do I need to disengage? Do I need to disengage and like collect myself? Can I, you know, hit one back or, and not hit one back, like try to cut them at their knees, but like, what is it that I need to say to get that ball over that net? And I'm now calm and now I'm, now I'm actually doing this. I'm playing the game. I'm playing this not back and forth because that sounds kind of toxic, but I'm able to go toe to toe with this person and basically be confident while I'm doing it. So if you are not afraid of all of the what if stories and you stop playing all of these, oh my God, what if they say this or what do they do this stuff in your mind, you will stay in that confidence space. It's those what if stories that will really get you tripped up to not want to even be able to even start this assertive conversation with this person. So the bottom line is you watch the videos, you read the blogs, you're taking the courses, you're doing, you know, the, the coaching sessions, you're doing all the, you're listening to the podcast, you're doing all of this work to sit here and watch this video. You know way more than you think you do. So start going out there and practicing it with this person who's not healthy, who doesn't understand any of this. So if you're the one doing all this homework and you're studying for this test, be confident enough in yourself that says, you know what, even if something happens in this interaction with someone and I start to get upset or whatever that looks like, I know how to take care of myself and I'll disengage and then I'll come back to this at another time or I'll practice it another time. Or you might even surprise yourself and in the first interaction, like there you go, you're just staying on point, you're not engaging, you're not being becoming emotional, you're not getting erratic when they try to do things to kind of either manipulate you or gaslight you a little bit and the old you used to just take it and just go on this wave of like negativity with them and the drama and it goes back and around. That's not you anymore. You're holding on to yourself. You're confident enough to be able to start to talk to this person. So trust in yourself that you can do this. So I hope that this has helped you guys out there. Hope you guys have a good day and I'll see you next week.